Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We need, like, wooden ones. Take it back to, like, (laughs) eco-toys. You don't want to, like, disintegrate while you're using it. It would, like, warp, wouldn't it, over time? You get, like, what's, what's it called when you get, like, sticks in your... Oh, splinters. splinters. <laughs> funny. Oh, God, no, you don't want that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Well, hello and welcome to Goats, the greatest podcast ever, as we've previously established. This week, joined for the second time a two-time guest, the greatest guest we've ever had, Amy. How are you doing, Amy? Yee, I'm very good, thank you. I'm very excited and a bit less scared this time. Is it because you realise that we're just all making it up as we go along? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, really, um, we really let the facade go this time and it was just like about an hour before we sent you some WhatsApp stuff and we're like, oh, we'll just fucking crack on, won't we? Be all right. So, as the listeners are probably aware of now, when Amy comes on the show, we know things are going to get outrageous. We know (laughs) things are going to get just off the chain, too fucking hot for TV. And this week is no different, because this week is the patent pending sexy grab bag with Amy. If we can think of a catchier title, we'll workshop it. But... That's what we're doing. So this week, we are going to discuss the goat sex scene, the goat sex toy, and the goat sexual fetish. So we're going to start off with fetishes. What is a fetish? A fetish is a form of sexual desire in which gratification is strongly linked to a particular object or activity or a part of the body other than the sexual organs. Now. Fetishes come in all shapes and sizes. We all know that. We could be talking anything from a foot fetish to something I found today, which is called lithophilia, which is an arousal to stones or gravel. Nice. Mm. And I just think, before we start, (laughs) I think it's important to say that fetishes are just a great measuring stick for how diverse of a world we are. Isn't it great that there's there's someone out there who can just see a bit of gravel and have a wank. I think that's great. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's brilliant. What do you think the uh, <laughs> what do you think the sexiest igneous rock is? <laughs> it's gotta be something porous, hasn't it? 
<laughs> I don't mean to get. I, just, I know we're going off the rails immediately, but if you had to pick a sexy rock, this sounds awful. Maybe this is such a male perspective, though, because I'm about to say you need one with a lot of holes in it. No, maybe people don't like maybe, those, do they? They have that hole thing where they're like, "Nah, I don't like holes in that." Yeah, that made yeah. up tripophobia. That made yeah. up thing from Facebook. Maybe that's looking at it from the male gaze. Maybe a like a, a girl would prefer something smoother. <laughs> Well, yeah. I did think of slate, and I don't know why, slate. but I was like, "Ooh, slate." It's a bit sharp. Yeah, this is it. I don't know. I is it to do something with? I'm immediately kink shaming your slate yeah. arousal. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. This is supposed to be an inclusive environment. I'm like fucking slate. Oh my god, that's disgusting. You're slating it. If it's not porous, that's just weird. <laughs> um, no, but you know. That there's something to there's something to hold on to, in some way. Now that we've established what a fetish is, we just need to establish which the greatest of all time is, which seems like a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Who would like to go first? Um, I don't mind going first because I realised that I in the last episode I didn't really talk about anything sexual, so this might be a little uh, in, little insight for the listeners into my, how my mind works. <laughs> This is going to be a terrifying eye <laughs> to say the least. Let's, well, uh, let's prepare ourselves. Also, before we kick off this week, I don't know if Amy, this wasn't the case before you last joined. We hadn't, mm. we hadn't had the horrendous football episode, which then <laughs> led us to getting the timer, which we now have. So we now have <laughs> roughly a specific time frame. It's not. No one's going to stop you midway through, but it's just like don't take the piss. Yeah, like me and Vinny with football. <laughs> I did practice today, to be honest, and I timed it. Really? I did it all proper, yeah. Fuck nice. Up. That's pretty impressive. Commitment. So, yeah, normally we have 15 minutes. This week, because we're doing this as a, a foursome, right? Look, we're already, already little little bit of a joke there for you. Um, <laughs> but no, this week, because there's four of us, we're doing just five minutes yeah. to get our point across which is intense you've got to be to the point so michael when you're ready your five minutes will start are you ready three two one go so um this pick it was interesting when i was trying to google it to say the least now when googling most common fetishes I was faced with a list that included things like piercings, hair, shoes, and leather, which I actually thought, I thought that was quite tame. I was expecting much more things to do with farts, but no, alas, nothing. Maybe um, that says more about you. Yeah, well, but on another list, there was something else that caught my attention, and that, which I hadn't actually thought about, was role play. Now... Role play is something that has actually always intrigued me. I've never done it, and I've never been asked to do it. I did do some acting in school, and I did do some Shakespeare at the theatre. So, did you? acting, yeah. What an unlikely yeah, I didn't know this. situation. I performed as the best ever puck, apparently, according to my drama teacher, at the Shakespeare Schools Festival at Phoenix Theatre. I am quite the actor, I'll have you know. So it's something wow. I'm very comfortable with. I'm actually quite comfortable doing that and pretending and playing a role. However, I do not think for a chance that I could walk into the bedroom and tell my missus, Ooh, a plumber's here. I've heard there's a leaky tap that needs fixing. 
without bursting out laughing. Like, I genuinely don't think I could do it. And I even, I even more, 100,000% could not walk in as a celebrity and put on a squeaky, high-pitched voice and tell her all about that time I whipped in a free kick against Greece to send England to the World Cup and maintain an <laughs> erection. <laughs> That's what she'd be walking in as. I don't think she'd be into it. You'd be into it, though. <laughs> do you think, what do you think would happen if you said to your partner, you know, I really, really want to do, do role play? And she was like, oh, okay, you know, we'll give it a go. And then you said, like, could you be Jurgen Klopp? If I said that to her, you mean? Yeah, do you think she'd go along with it? No. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be like, no, uh, bye. What if you just said, look, I've got these glasses. (laughs) Yeah, I've got these fake teeth as well. Can you you practice some German for me? (laughs) Yeah, she definitely wouldn't do it. Um, And I definitely, I would 100% lose the erection if I said that. I'd always fancied her over Posh Spice anyway. So... Roleplay is not something that I could do, but I admire it. I think it's incredible, like fair play to all those people, because I wouldn't do it not because I don't think it would be fun. I do it. I couldn't do it because I would just laugh hysterically. I think it would just be like too funny. I, I couldn't take it seriously. I'd have to take it as a joke. So that interested me as well. But I didn't actually pick that as the goat. I wanted to for a minute, but my mind just kept going back to something which is just clearly, is clearly the GOAT. And it's really obvious. It wasn't actually even on that many lists. However, it's got to be feet, innit? It's just got to be feet. Like, everybody is obsessed with feet. And I can't tell you how many times over the last two years I have heard people say, Oh, I'm just going to start an OnlyFans and sell pictures of my feet and become a millionaire. Obviously, that's not how it works. Not everybody wants to see pictures of your random feet. It's very specific. People like all kinds of feet. They like nice, clean, lovely feet. They like grotty, long toenails feet. They (laughs) like polished nails. They like smelly feet. You can buy people's used socks on the internet. You can also watch videos of people crushing cake and various other fruits, probably with their feet it's something that everybody loves and i'm sure that every celebrity every person in the world like it's any kind of sexual influencer has been asked can i have some pictures of your feet amy have you ever been asked can i have some pictures of your feet she's nodding yes we Helping all knew my that point. question was coming it was it was just inevitable <laughs> you're like everyone's been asked and we all thought yeah Wonder where this is going well, to go. Well, that's just another <laughs> bullet in my chamber. Now, personally, I absolutely hate feet. I can't stress my hate for feet enough. Not necessarily other people's feet. They actually don't really bother me that much, particularly my own feet. I don't like touching them myself. I even more don't like other people touching them. And don't get me fucking started on my weird sock routine, okay? <laughs> because yeah. I'm very particular about feet which is why i find the foot fetish thing so interesting because millions of people love feet across the world it's got to be the one of the most common the one i just think of straight away is foot fetish it's almost like those two words are intertwined and i would absolutely love to meet somebody with a thing for feet and ask them like 
what it's all about, what makes it great, because I'm just really interested how something that can, it really repulses me, make massive pleasure for somebody else. I think that's super interesting and Feet's just the goat. Straight up, Feet is the goat. Wow, that is, I was not expecting that because I know of your repugnance towards Feet. Mm. So the fact that you would pick that is genuinely quite shocking. Yeah, well, that's the thing is everybody loves it. And I'm like, well, I don't get it, but it's got to be a thing. Yeah. I don't know a single person who said they enjoyed Feet ever. I, I do know someone. I feel like saying that makes it sound like it's me. It's not me. But I wouldn't be embarrassed if it was me. I'm just saying it's not. It's fine if it's you. I don't think it's embarrassing. I don't think it's embarrassing in this Where it's like, the more I say it's not me, the more it feels like it's me. But it genuinely is It's fine, mate. You can say it's you. But it's not me. We all know it's you. But if it was me, it would be fine. But here's the thing. Obviously, being the professional podcaster and host that I am, forgot to introduce to the audience that Amy has only fans and that is why we immediately all looked at amy and went oh i wonder how amy's experience has been with this now sorry to just berate you with questions immediately but here's my one intriguing question with the foot thing if someone asks to see a picture of your feet do they want feet plus general sexiness or do they just want feet like is it like i want feet and tit, which seems difficult. That's that's an angle that's a difficult to pull off, isn't it? But how do you pull that off? There's a timing involved there, minimum. Or is it is it just feet? Most of the time, it's just feet. That's interesting. Um, but it does vary. People want weird stuff. People do ask for, can I see your ass whilst looking at your tits and your pussy? And I'm like, this, that's not going to happen, is it? I can't show you everything. <laughs> you a pretzel want. and just... Uh... <laughs> You're like setting up mirrors. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea that someone asks you that and you like, oh, for fuck's sake. You're like sat down with a drawing board. Like, okay, so there's a mirror here. And if I set the timer here and I spin at the right moment, maybe I could get... But I'm still not going to get the tits in. Oh, this can't... This is never going to work. <laughs> I just feel nightmare. <laughs> Every job has challenges. That's so funny. Well, that's really interesting, Michael, and genuinely a shock to me. So, thank you, Michael, for that. Feet done. Who's going next? Uh, I want to go last, if that's okay. Perfect. I'd like to go next because you've set me up so well. Um, okay, so I had a lot of different ideas, and I also did a shitload of research because there is. So many kinks. And I came up with like top three. I also found some weird ones. One of the wholesome and cute ones that I found. Um, and I kind of like the sound of it. No pun intended. Is Melolagnia. Oh. Which is a fetish involving being turned on by music. Oh. And I think mm. that's kind of wholesome. That is kind of wholesome. And then a bit weirder. With, it is. It's lovely. A bit weirder is nebulophilia which is being aroused by fog steam dry ice or smoke i can see that okay. mysterious <laughs> i thought like <laughs> i thought like maybe there would be like a growth of this with vaping and people would have like weird vaping that's kinks. true oh yeah they do yeah. have you seen vape weddings sorry 
If you haven't seen Vape Weddings, just Google it now. They're fucking For hilarious. Fuck's sake. <laughs> just they're so funny. That, oh, That's all I need no. to say. Just Google Vape Wedding Photography. It's fucking great. Carry on, Amy. Oh, fuck it. And then the third weird one was Stygio, Stygiophilia, which is the fetish of the idea of going to hell or facing eternal punishment. I just thought they were little interesting ones. Right. So third place. Um, and I did think about feet. I thought that was a good one. It's a classic. classic. It's like what you think of when you think of fetishes. Mm. Uh, but it just was not hitting hard enough, you know? Um, so third place, which is one of my favorites, is a kink that I think like lots of people engage in, but they don't really realize that it's a kink. And I think it comes from like our deepest desire of good and to please people and to be accepted and loved. Um, I just think it's sweet and very vulnerable kink, and that is the praise kink. I think what better feeling is there mm. than being called like a good girl or a good boy or being like, you're, you're doing such a great job. It's so motivating. <laughs> and, like, it's nurturing. Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't quite enough. So that's third. Second is something that I've got like mixed feelings with, um, especially more recently, but it's like an interesting trend that's happening in this stage of capitalism where there's like such a divide of classes and we're seeing like lots of rich people do this to like poor people which is kind of strange um this kink helped me through so many times got me through uni this kink is financial domination um I haven't even particularly had to like dominate many people doing this I usually it's just like men who send me money and get off on it or like buy stuff from my Amazon Amazon wish list, which the link is in my Instagram. So that was like a win-win for me. I was like, that's good. I think it's like interesting how like pay pigs give their money to like sex workers. And it's kind of like the sexiest form of redistributing wealth and that's like a true. very communist thing. So that's number two. But number three, and this is like the best and greatest king of all time is one that needs no money or products. All it takes is human beings doing what human beings do best, playing. From the dawn of time, humans have this strong need to play before like video games and Monopoly, but this form of play could never be replaced by material games. Nowadays, in a world where adult forms of play are limited due to social norms, we've had we found ourselves resorting to games like temping bowling, board games, sports, and other competitive games. And aside from games, we spend our time working 60-hour weeks, and we're always in need of letting go and letting, getting an escape from our role in society. So we've become our jobs, we've become our labels, except in the bedroom. The bedroom seems to be the only place aside from like stages where adults are allowed to become fully immersed in play without the aim of winning. From naughty nurses, pervy plumbers <laughs> and horny housewives, the bedroom is its own stage where actors can <laughs> undress from their real life societal roles and become anyone they choose to be. So I believe that role play, the greatest kink of all time, is essential to society in, especially in a society where we've like squashed our adults 
self-expression and gotten like out of touch with our inner child so I think in this society bedroom is a much needed haven for play and thus role play is a form of escapist therapy wow I love that that was very well articulated yeah I'm just gonna go and order like a Mario costume now and just come upstairs one day and just go <laughs> it's a me, it's a me! <laughs> just see what she says <laughs> I know she'll leave me, but it might be worth it. (laughs) The thing is, I think you're right in the sense of it's definitely not the most extreme, but is it the most worthwhile? Is it the one that we need the most? Is it like, because I do think, and I think you're right, there is something like you feel inherently tied down to like being you. Like, you have to be you all day. You can't just one day be like, I just want to be a plumber now, or I just want... That's a bad example, but you can't... Like, especially, I feel like the the thing as well is, like, role-playing gives people confidence, and, like, it's very difficult to decide one day, like, you can't just go to work and be like, I'm going to be cool now, and everyone's going to think I'm mm. cool, and everyone's going to think I'm sexy, and everyone's going to think I'm someone to to envy or to find attractive but in the bedroom you could just be like yeah i'm gonna be a sexy fighter pilot that's who i am today and like i i actually do see that as more than just like a a sexual thing but the ability to like just be whoever you want to be is like super important and obviously it goes more than that you can be who you ever want to be and like i've given some very mundane examples of like fighter pilots or whatever but like (laughs) To to be who you truly feel you are, and to like role play as someone else, it's quite exciting. Yeah, it's like, That's a really it's like good an answer. escape as well, isn't it? Because if you've like been with someone for a long time, and you're like, ah, oh, or you've only ever been with one person, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool if like, oh, I go, I would get to like do this with like a nurse or something? Is so common, isn't it? Like you can't at really. It's like a desire, and it's not harming anybody, but it is exciting. And then if you can go into that realm with the person that you're with like yeah that is that is like a really good escape and a good a cool thing without meaning to go too off topic because we do need to we do need to crack on i do have a question specifically for Vinny because this is something with role play that specifically affects me and Vinny is also in a similar situation so (laughs) Vinny, your mum is a teacher is a teacher Don't bring my mum into this. No, 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 no. Your mum's a teacher. Yeah. My mum is a nurse. And I find when people start talking about sexy nurses, I get like, no, 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 thank you. I don't want anything to do with that. Get that the fuck away from me. Would you be equally repulsed if someone was like, I'm going to be a sexy teacher? Or would you be able to separate your connection from that? Well, I think teacher, I my mum is definitely not the first thing that comes to my mind, not even the fifth or sixth thing that comes to my mind, especially if it's, like, in the bedroom. My mum is definitely yeah. not in my mind. I'm just going to get that out there and clear. So I personally don't have a problem with it. I don't really care. What Seb's saying is if Lucy ever walked in wearing a nurse's costume, he'd scream, no, mum, and run out. Is what he's, is what he's just said. <laughs> Mummy, no. Yeah. <laughs> run <laughs> it'd be like fucking prince harry all over again um no anyway well that was very insightful amy thank you and that leaves us with only one more person and we know it's nothing to do with mums so that's good news <laughs> but Vinny, what do you believe 
it's the greatest fetish of all time. So first of all, I'm just going to say, I think to kind of put any fetish over any other fetish, I think is kind of bizarre. Like, I think they're all, other than obviously the illegal and the moral things like necrophilia, <laughs> for example, they're, they're all, yeah. they're all equal. I think, you know, you shouldn't kink shame. You know, unless it's necrophilia, then you probably should kink shame. Don't start taking um, the moral high ground here. I don't like this. <laughs> what we inherently do is pick things that we shouldn't be making objective answers about, <laughs> and then we do that. But we can't. We can't. But that just breaks the I whole do, fabric of the show. But there is one thing. There was. Uh, there's one fetish I think stands leagues above the rest, and that is. So my entire script for this section. Is uh, three words. It's uh, I've just got here written down: love and affection. Smiley oh. face. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you what? What's better? No, 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 no. You. When I said that love was the greatest drug, you fucking slated me. It's not a drug though. It's a chemical yeah. reaction in your in your body. But yeah, it's still Sam, I have to you can get off to love. He, At least love is is in this. Yeah, people have been getting off to loving other people. Oh. That's literally why humans are here, I suppose. Without Honestly. wanting Vinny to win. Exactly. To win. It's always like this with you two. Oh, we've known each other since we were nine. <laughs> I don't care. Stop fucking backing up. All well, the time. he's right. <laughs> I am right. Fun. Anyway, Billy, carry on. <laughs> I just think when you're getting down and dirty with uh, a man or woman of your choice, or a them slash they or any creature. Any a person. person, yeah, not creature, <laughs> not creature, person. <laughs> um, um, I just think the most important thing. Well, not the most important thing, but I think there's, there's there's nothing better than when there's love involved, when there's affection, when you really have that deep connection between the two of you. You know, and I just think as you know, I haven't actually experienced this, but I imagine it's very nice. <laughs> Oh, Vinny, that's the greatest. Told. That's the greatest moment you've ever had. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I didn't really have anything written down just because I think it speaks for itself, really. No, Vinny, I think that's a brilliant answer. I do think you're right, but only because I think I was previously right when I said that love was a drug. I think love is also a fetish. I think first and foremost, we need to narrow this down to two. Unfortunately, Michael, you picked a great answer, but you went uh, quite. Uh, you went quite small picture with it. What? <laughs> Vinny went big. Amy went big. Amy started talking about how it was like important to the fabric of our like society. You just went feet because it's weird. I didn't say weird. I just said feet because <laughs> it's like it's just got to be in it. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 you know, I agree with you that when you think of fetishes, mm. you the, the foot fetish thing is probably the one that baffles people the Fair. most. But I just don't think it's in the conversation for go. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think, do you know what? I have thought long and hard and thick and veiny about it. And do you know what? I think Vinny's answer was brilliant, but just, I think it was neck and neck, but purely on the basis of the well-rounded argument put forward and how well rehearsed it was. Round one, greatest fetish, has to go to role play, has to go to Amy, winner, winner, chicken dinner. And also Michael brought it up in his own one. 
Like Michael was like role play is pretty good, and then fucking Amy was like, mm. boop, yeah, fucking knocked yeah. out of the park. Tapping. So I think that has to. Do be I get it. the assist? All right, you can get the yes. assist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, with that in mind, on to the next thing. So, our next little sexy treat for you, probably. You first found this in your parents' bedside drawers and thought, what the fuck is that? They come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and speed, powers and colours and textures. I personally have at least 11 different ones under my bed. I had a look earlier, counted them, including a silicone pink and yellow banana, five different butt plugs and a 30 centimetre vibrator that is so powerful it could literally shake your teeth out um some of the stranger some of the stranger types of these include pussy pumps electro stimulation toys and giant tentacle dildos you've probably guessed it already our next round we'll be crowning the greatest sex toy of all time oh yeah fuck yeah nice great right i'll go first why not so sex toy was a bit of a difficult one for me because I'm not going to sit here and say I don't know anything about sex toys because that wouldn't be true. Um, in fact, there was a bit of an awkward moment, which I've never discussed on the podcast before, but Thea, friend of the show, Thea, who I train at jiu-jitsu with, helped me and my partner move. And me and Thea were carrying me and Lucy's bedroom drawers up the stairs and the bottom drawer slid open and revealed in all its glory the bottom drawer. So, you know, I'm not a stranger to the idea. However, on that note, what I would say is the majority of sex toys, when you Google sex toys, are aimed at women. And when you think about sex toys, I think your head goes towards female-aimed pleasure toy things. And so it was difficult for me to say, oh, this is super culturally significant when it's not been designed specifically for me and obviously there is stuff out there and you know you can find stuff that's more male you know centric everyone's got at least one hole things can go in let's be real but most things are aimed at women however i had a bit of a think and i remembered a sort of nostalgic sex toy memory which involved the radio now i don't know if any of you have heard of the Howard Stern show. Yeah. So Howard Stern's like an American DJ slash kind of celebrity media personality guy. Radio host. Radio host. He was on America's Got Talent as one of the judges. I'm not 100% on how I feel about Howard Stern. He has a slightly sleazy energy, which I'm not sure I'm like fully behind. He's a massive cunt. He seems like a massive cunt. (laughs) He's entertaining, but he's a massive cunt. Fair play, there we go. Yes, so Howard Stern, bit of a weirdo, but he is iconic for having this show that is like, it's called The Howard Stern Show, it's been going on since like the 80s, and the whole point in this radio show is it's like outrageous. It's a digital radio show now, and even since like the 80s, they've been talking about like sex and drugs and all that stuff that's like super taboo. They've always had like porn stars on the show and all this stuff that's like, not radio safe in the traditional sense. And in 2006, very famously, the Howard Stern Show was gifted a sex toy called the Sibian. Now, this thing is old school. It's none of this 
pink and purple, happy, clappy, modern shit. This thing looks like it was made in a factory. It's like engineering style sex toy. Old school, slightly scary. If you turn this thing up to max, it might induce kind of sex toy. It's a black saddle with like a dildo that gets sort of stretched onto the top. And I know what you're thinking. That's not very impressive. It's just a saddle with a dildo on it. Well, just like with people, it's what's on the inside that counts. Because this thing has not one, but two electric motors. Now, the first electric motor spins the dildo or whatever attachment you decide to have on top in a kind of rotational, like the queen waving motion. God rest her soul. Like the queen (laughs) queen waving in your (laughs) vagina kind of motion. Now, that motor can spin up to 120 RPM. That's pretty fast, right? That's not, you know, inside a fanny, that's that's going some. However, it's the vibrator that takes things to another level. The vibrator motor in this has 0.5 of a horsepower. 0.5. That's insane. And it can vibrate the attachments up to six and a half thousand rpm that revs higher than my actual car (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck is that six and a half thousand rpm and when you hear one of these going off it sounds like a plane taking off (laughs) like i urge you to listen to the audio i might even insert some or michael can insert some with non-sexual noises just the pure it, I buzz. can't even. Be, it's like it's not a buzz. It's like a roar. <laughs> it is. It's like it's re-entering the atmosphere. The fact that you can change the attachments so it can kind of go in anywhere and rub on anything. The kind of tagline of this thing, the kind of vibe of it is like, it will get you there. Guaranteed. And not only will it get you there, but it will get you there fucking quickly. Like uncontrollably quickly. Now, obviously, this is such a, again, the male gaze. I'm not thinking about like, oh, this is the most pleasurable. I'm like, you sit on this fucking chair and you'll be there in a minute. But that is the vibe with this thing. Now, the whole point of the bit on the Howard Stern show when they got this thing was they would get guests in, like porn stars, minor celebrities. They'd be like, sit on this thing. You're guaranteed to orgasm. And then they'd be like, Nah, I don't think I will. Like, I don't, not like now, nah, I don't want to sit on it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll sit on it, but you won't make me orgasm. And then they'd sit on it and they'd crank it up to like 40%, and it would be orgasm within like a minute. Like, like literally, there's people, I mean, I don't know if it's fake, but it looks like, you know, one of those like American pastors who like touch someone's head and their legs start shaking <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the floor. It's like <laughs> that. There's people like literally floored by this thing. <laughs> they can't get up. They can't walk. It's ridiculous. It's off the chain. Wow. And just to finish off, I know what you're thinking. If it's such a big deal, why haven't I heard of it? Well, first and foremost, it is quite a big deal. It was on a radio show. So 
that's something. Secondly, the inventor, Dave Lampert, actually won a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Adult Video Industry Awards for his dedication and service through the Sibian. The other reason you probably haven't heard of it is it's quite expensive. How expensive? Right. <laughs> it's a grand and a half. Fucking hell. Oh my god. And that is before you buy the £100 optional splash guard. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> splash guard. Which is on the website. It's a grand and a half. No, that's too much money. This thing's like just... You can buy yeah. like... You buy like three Lego sets yeah. of that. And all of those could go up your vagina. Yeah. It's also not the sort of thing that I think you whack out on a romantic evening. Yeah. I think it's pretty advanced level stuff. It's like you wouldn't be like, hey babe, I, I bought something a bit cheeky off the internet for you to try. Like maybe we should get this out on the late later. And then you fucking wheel this thing out, plug it into the mains, screw it to the floor, and you're like, this thing goes up to six and a half thousand RPM. However, I think purely from an engineering standpoint and from a cultural standpoint, it's the GOAT. It was on a fucking radio show and it was like, sit on this thing, you won't fucking walk again. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Imagine if the Scott Mills show, you just listened to this morning, and he was like, yeah, sit on this thing, love, and you'll never <laughs> fucking walk again. That's stupid. It doesn't sound very fun, though. Like you said, I don't think it would be the kind of thing like, oh, hey, babe, I just bought this thing. It sounds like, I don't know. It sounds terrifying. It sounds like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, it's like I'm hooked. I want it. This is the thing, though, is also all the people I saw using it said it was fucking incredible. No one was like, I didn't enjoy that. They were just like, what the fuck? But I think part of it is is that it doesn't like... It's a bit of a scattergun approach in the sense of, like, obviously everyone's insidey bits get stimulated by slightly different places. But because this thing's so powerful, it vibrates from like your knees to your tits. So it's going to hit the spot. Like I genuinely think that's like, like if you read the Wikipedia, it basically vibrates from like the top of your crotch right round to your back. It's just like fucking like getting vibrated. So it's guaranteed to hit the zone. And I think that is the tagline. The Sibian, guaranteed to get you there. And that's my pick for the goat. Amazing. I don't know how anything's going to beat that. Me neither. I could give it a go. Yeah, go on, Vinay. All right. So first of all, my one doesn't cost like £3,000. You, you, you don't need to get a mortgage <laughs> it's a, it's out for mine. before you get the optional splash guard. <laughs> grand and a half. Like, that's not something for the people. That's something for like uh, people, but poshos and whatnot. I don't know. My, my one's for the people, right? Okay, my one's for the people. So, in 1968, Hitachi came out with a massage tool that used vibrations to help relieve tension and relax muscles. The name of this item was the magic wand. You might have heard of it. But sex educator Betty Dobson envisioned this muscle-relaxing tool as something more, something greater Dobson would use the magic wand in educational classes to instruct women to its self-pleasure techniques. And one of these techniques was to put a small towel over the woman's vagina before using the wand as to dull the sensation and prolong the sexual experience. And this became known as the Betty Dobson technique or method. And one of Dobson's students, 
a woman by the name of Del Williams was so inspired by the magic wand that she ended up founding the first ever feminist sex toy store in the US. And this was in the early 70s. And Williams stated the magic wand was her favourite sex toy due to its dependability and power at delivering pleasure to the clitoris. Within a few years, the Hitachi magic wand became one of the best-selling toys in the US full stop, something that still carries true to this day. And I imagine probably the rest of the world, but the Wikipedia mm. article only mentions America. But it's not just a sex toy for women. It's also extremely popular with men. I've read countless of these, you know, not safe for work, ask Reddit threads where they mention like, oh, what's something that you didn't think would you'd be into until your girlfriend whipped it out kind of thing. And so many of them say the magic wand. So many of them say that it was the best orgasm they ever had in their life. And it's also won awards. It's won the number one greatest gadget of all time in 2005 by Mobile Magazine. It won Best Vibrator Award from Piece of Cake. I don't know what the fuck that is. And then in 2013, it won the favorite sex toy for women, uh, the Sex Awards, no less, which I assume is... If it's called the Sex pretty Awards, it must be pretty... It must be pretty prestigious. I didn't really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd, just, you'd expect the it. The Sex Awards. The yeah. Sex Awards. Favourite sex toy for women. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Magic Wand. Buy one now. I mean, it is oh, iconic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I do have one, so it's my favourite. Is it actually? Yeah. Is it one of the ones that plugs into the wall? Yeah. Fucking hell. They look lethal. Oh, it does change your life, honestly. And you can use it anywhere. Like, I get a bad back just... Yeah, that's because that's what it was, going it was made for that originally, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. It's multi-purpose. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, like those, it's like an early version of those like muscle guns, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I do, like, occasionally... It's really weird, but the train from London to um, Exeter goes past the Hitachi factory... And every time I look at it, I'm like, nice. They know what's going on. They know what's happening in there. It's a big orgy in there. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. The thing with the Hitachi is, it's like, tr- when you think about... They make all sorts of stuff. They make TVs, they make radios, whatever. They don't just make that. But that's the thing, is w- when you're looking for a sex toy, it's easy to think you should go to someone, a brand that makes sex toys. But actually, Hitachi make fucking power tools and like TVs. And they literally made the machines that I used to use in my precision engineering job that I hated. Like if they can make an industrial lathe, they can make something that's going to blow your fanny off. Yeah. yeah that's and fair. that's what they did. <laughs> oh, it's tough. That's all. Vinny's brought out a massive call there. Yeah. I tell you what, before you make your decision, you should hear my shout. Okay, you better top this. So, this is this is a this is the best one. Trust me. But there were three ones that I considered before this one. One of them was the magic wand, but I was like, nah, nah. The other one was the rampant rabbit, which is I think it's the best selling sex toy of all time. It's just the iconic one. It's got a dildo and like a thing that goes over the front, and it looks like a rabbit. I guess it looks. It's got like I think it's the ears, isn't it? Prongs, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the most famous one. That's the one that like, yeah, you know, that's the classic. 
But then I was like, nah, that's that's boring. So then I thought, oh, what 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 makes dildos more exciting? When you put them on a bike, dildo bikes, they're interesting. You can have ones that are like front mounted and a like someone sits on the front and they as they pedal it like goes in and out. You can have ones where like they go under the seat and then they as you pedal it goes up and down. 9, you know. Yeah. I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there one of those in um in that film Bruno. Yeah. There's like an yeah. exercise bike with a pole. Yeah. That's going yeah. Oh down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whoop, yeah. Whoop, it like does that. Yeah. <laughs> I just think like who looked at bicycles and dildos and thought brilliant. I know what to do. Strap that on there. Crank that round. Fantastic. I think they're ingenious. They are genius, but they're not the goat. Oh, thank God. None of those are going to be the greatest sex toy of all time. In fact, the greatest sex toy of all time doesn't even require batteries. It can move in any direction and can stimulate any part of the body. Most people have one and probably a spare. It's easily the most portable sex toy ever. It's discreet. It can be used on yourself. It can be used on your partner. It can be used to f- stimulate both male parts and female parts. It comes with both rubbing and pulsating features. It can go inside stuff. It can go up your butt. It's hygienic. It's very easy to clean. It will never break. Hopefully not break. As a lifetime guarantee, if it does break, you can get it fixed. And the more you use it, the better you will be at using it. And most importantly, according to 85% of men and half of females questioned by Love Honey in the UK, it is the best sex toy out there. (laughs) Of course, if you haven't already guessed, I'm talking about these hands. Yes, that's right. Jaws dropped to the floor. What hands? It's obvious. And no, I wasn't talking about the rubber fist that someone does chase Bruno around when I meant hands. I did mean the actual hands that are attached to the ends of your arms. I've always, just a it, quick pause. I've always wondered that because when you go on sex toy websites, there's always a big rubber fist. And you always think, haven't you already got one? It's emulating this bad boy, the hand. The hands are, they have been instrumental in human beings thriving on this planet. They can create... Anything, everything that's ever been created on this planet has been created by these human hands, including the first ever orgasms with these bad boys. Like I said, you can stimulate your partner, you can stimulate yourself. It can, a hand can replicate both a penis and a vagina at the same time if you want it to. It can go in multiple orifices at the same time if you <laughs> want it hand. to. It is the most diverse easy to use sex toy of all time and i guarantee i 1000% guarantee everybody's first ever experience with sex toys their first ever sex toy and they're all reliable is their motherfucking hand i rest my case hands are the greatest sex toys of all time easy i don't yeah (laughs) i don't think it counts it's it's, uh, well well According to 85% of men and half of women when questioned by Love Honey in our very great nation, the United Kingdom, they said it was the greatest sex toy of all time. I think it can be a sex toy. It goes in. It goes in. It can go round. It can go up and down. Why? And you could just say, like, cocks in. 
Yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Quite nah. <laughs> convincing argument. Oh. Nah. I'll be honest, Michael. You're out. Damn. Do you know what? I'm kind of disappointed. Not in you, Michael. Although I am disappointed. <laughs> Why? I'm disappointed. None of us picked those because in my so I used to live with nine girls. So this is my this is how I know about this. But during lockdown, at least to my knowledge, there was a revolution. This new thing came out called the clit sucker or something like that. And apparently that, well, I say apparently, I know for a fact that <laughs> thing fucking blows minds. However, again, I don't know if I'm going to keep this in, but just personally, don't do much for, for men, at least in my experience tried using it and it just kind of made like a weird slightly farty noise <laughs> didn't really do a lot just created like a, a weird suction but i didn't like one of them little like fish that like licks the inside of glasses just putting one of them on the end yeah yeah pretty much yeah just wouldn't you have much rather use your hands um... <laughs> <laughs> well i think i probably did but i thought hands were a great shout but apparently i was wrong <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I am a I'm obsessed by this horsey riding dildo thing. The Sibian. I do think it's fabulous. I don't want to say great. I don't think it's that great. I don't think anything compares to a magic wand. Does that mean I win? I think yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, my first win of the season. Yes. yes. Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> like like everyone, it's bought you pleasure. <laughs> it's bought me pleasure, yeah. Damn. I do think it's Thank the you. price Thank point you. that that puts the Sibian out there. Yeah. Although maybe Amy, you could put item. it on your Amazon wish list and then some guy mm. could get a kick <laughs> out of spending a grand and a half and then the extra hundred on the optional splash guard. Yeah, or we could start like a GoFundMe or something. A GoFundMe, right? Link in the description. GoFundMe. Get Amy Goat a fund me. and then we'll get Amy an orgasm. Get Amy, her first ever. <laughs> her first ever. <laughs> oh dear! First ever. Oh god! Oh no! It is sad. Sorry to bring this back to earth, but it's sad. Have you ever read how many people have never had an orgasm, specifically women? Sometimes some estimates are really? like forty percent. Yeah, what? 40. That's not great. That's guys. What are you doing? All girls, sort yourselves out. Sort literally, sort yourselves out. Oh. Buy a magic wand. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could sort yourself out, but that's no one wants. You know, we've all been there. You're young. You're watching a movie with your parents. When all of a sudden the two main characters are doing it. God damn, is it awkward. You don't know where to look. You can't look away or make a big deal or they'll say something like, it's only sex, we all do it. Don't want that. That's the worst thing you can ever know is that your parents have had sex. They haven't. You can't stare in case they see you enjoying it. However, as adults... We don't have that problem anymore. We can enjoy whatever we want. Right now, let's just stare. Let's analyse those sex scenes and find out for whatever reason it might be. Good technique, good music, or just funny. Which one's the goat? For me personally, 
it's the two sex scenes in Step Brothers where the woman says she's going to roll the guy up into a little ball and put him in his her vagina and every time he moves she'll just feel him in there. And then she proceeds to have sex with him in the toilet and he says, it's all slippery. <laughs> I, I think that's the greatest. I've always wanted to just crack out that line to like just just to like a girl like probably on the first time and just like look horrified and be like oh it's all slippery but i've never had the guts to do it it would be funny though um it would be hilarious but anyway which one is the greatest sex scene of all time vinny's got his hands up he wants to go first go on then vinny vinny's got his sex toy up <laughs> yeah boy <laughs> so also, um, multiple attachments so for my sex scene uh <laughs> Mork, I think you you you'll you'll know exactly what I mean after I I could summarize it in like one second. So the gist of it is <laughs> no. no, you haven't. So on <laughs> January no. January eleventh, two thousand and seventeen, Twitter user at Janjo1874 made internet history <laughs> when he uploaded an eight second video onto Twitter. And in that eight second video, it's presumably him. If you haven't seen this video, it's, presu- it's presumably him and uh, presumably his, his wife or girlfriend or something. And she's, she's given him a blowjob. And he opens the video with, let's hope Arsenal win today. Three points. <laughs> I can't even describe that line. I can't even say it. <laughs> oh, God. To, to, which, to which she stops sucking his dick, looks up and goes, are you fucking joking? In the <laughs> very uh, cockney accent. He then proceeds to do the wheeziest laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and the cherry on top. <laughs> no, but no, but before that, she starts sucking again, doesn't she? Yeah, she goes back to sucking. She goes back to sucking. He's laughing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just farts, <laughs> and she, she like pops the cock out. Like it was like literally the most perfect like timing ever. We're like fart, and then immediately she like popped the cock out of her mouth, and you just hear. <laughs> Like, <laughs> a really satisfying pop sound, and the video just ends you've immediately. Got, you've got to send Amy the link. I really want to you've see got, this. You've got to put it on the group chat. Just oh my god, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll send Vinny, it. upload it to the thing now so she can die. see it. I can't believe you've done this. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this, Vinny. Oh, no. Okay, anyway. Um... A few moments later. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear the fart through the through the speakers. How has that been on Twitter for f- six years? <clears throat> it's the oh, greatest video of all time. Oh my thank god! Thank you, thank you. So you're already, you're already awarding it. Thank you, Mark. Oh god! <laughs> but I just I just want to say, like, the, first of all, the gall, the fucking balls <laughs> on this man. He's getting he's getting a lovely blowjob from his uh, presumably girlfriend or whatever. You know, she's like, oh, I'm gonna make my man feel good. Maybe it's his birthday or something. <laughs> he's getting a blowjob. He just whips out his phone, starts talking about the football. <laughs> of course, the, her only reaction is the only like real reaction to that is like, are you joking? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Goes back to sucking his cock. <laughs> he laughs. 
<laughs> just fucking farts. <laughs> oh god. Just the timing of the. It's just perfect. It's like musically perfect. It's like there's like a there's like a beat as well. It goes like it goes like. Are you joking? Dun dun. Like it's like it's so like. Oh, it's, you couldn't orchestrate it better. But yeah, that's my pick for the greatest sex scene of all time. Fuck it out. It's oh. either going to be that or the sex scene from um, Team America, if you've ever seen that film. <laughs> yeah. Because that one's really funny because it's like, it's like, it's a really like gratuitous sex scene, but because they're like Barbie dolls and they don't actually have any like parts, like they don't have a penis or a vagina, yeah. they can get away with them doing all these like crazy positions and like really going at it. But like, it's still like a 15 because there's it's nothing so actually happening. <laughs> yeah. My God! Wow! I never thought that that particular video would have a place on goats, but <laughs> I am, I'm so thankful that it does. I'm so thankful that the we got to talk about is, that. The funny thing is, if you go back and listen to one of these episodes, there's a bit where I say, "Are you joking?" and in the edit, I put that in, <laughs> and it's the one from Twitter. It's the actual, like that's a dick going, which is on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real it niche inside joke so listeners go back and listen i think it was in the one where you're talking about um king arthur or whatever isn't it oh yeah i think it was king it's the oh, king arthur yeah. one alternative history so listeners go back and listen out for if the part it's a dick yeah wow crikey well who who wants to go next <laughs> i'll go next because Vinny actually set me up sorry amy to jump in front of you but i couldn't not do this because he set me up because he said about Team America. Now, we're all professionals here, and I can imagine all our heads went to the same few places. The goat sex scene. It either needs to be groundbreaking, like it needs to be like the first ever one, or something like that. Mm. It needs to be super hot, like it needs to be really fucking hot, or it needs to be absolutely outrageous. Now, I thought about doing the first one, the groundbreaking one, but... A lot of the original sex scenes and original porn films, eh, right? Not great, not great. So we just like the history and the vibes. I don't know. So I just didn't do that. So instead, I went from the last one, which is absolutely outrageous. So the sex scene I've chosen is from the two thousand and four live action animation. Team America World Police. Oh, you've actually gone for what I was going to go for. <laughs> I've actually gone fuck? for what you were going to go for. <laughs> That's insane. So if you don't know or have never seen Team America, it was made by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the guys who did South Park. And it's pretty much exactly what you would imagine if those two guys made a live action animation. It pokes fun at celebrities, politicians and entire nations on every side of the political spectrum. No one is safe. And it kind of serves as both a parody for America's self-centred worldview, but also the self-centred nature of celebrities itself. Now, amongst this is some pretty colourful material, which I'm not sure would make it into a blockbuster movie today, including A, a puppet doing blackface, which I don't know where that goes on the spectrum of OK, but it happened. And also one of the most outrageously graphic sex scenes (laughs) in cinema history. Now, obviously, if we're talking animated sex, we can go a lot further than two puppets. This isn't hentai we're talking about. 
but for something which has had a theatrical cinema release, it is the most graphic Thunderbird sex you've ever seen in your fucking life. Now, the scene starts on Mount Rushmore when Gary confesses to Lisa that as a child, his acting skills got his brother killed by gorillas. <laughs> yeah, blueberries in his pockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the two get emotionally closer. They then admit that they have feelings for one another, but Lisa says she will never love again because she can't take the pain of losing someone because her previous partner as is seen in the film, was shot while he was in the act of proposing to her. Mm. She then declares <laughs> that she would never be with Gary unless he promises not to die. <laughs> to which Gary says, of course, you know I can't promise that. Lisa then says that if Gary did promise he would never die, she would make love to him right there on top of Mount Rushmore. And Gary immediately promises that he will never die. <laughs> it changes the tune very quickly. <laughs> Suddenly, the two are naked and in a hotel room. And the scene starts pretty PG. It's kind of the classic like innuendo sex scene. There's some feet rubbing, some maybe sexy ab shots. But there's nothing specifically outright sex. However, it quickly descends into Gary bending Lisa over a chair her riding him in reverse cowgirl, and then them aggressively 69ing each other on the floor. <laughs> and just to clarify, these are like puppets as in Thunderbirds. Like, mm. it's like watching the Thunderbirds 69 each other. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around unless you've seen it. Also, one of the Thunderbirds has huge tits. That's also <laughs> a very key part of the scene. Now, why do I think it's the goat? Well, A... Because it's fucking outrageous. It's ridiculous. You couldn't do that anymore. But B, because I've actually never watched Team America in full. And yet I have seen this sex scene so many times. I remember it being Bluetoothed around at school. I remember people playing it on the projector at school. And it still pops up on Reddit now. It's like, have you seen this fucking crazy thing? It was a staple part of my early teens in the same way as Two Girls, One Cup and Crank That by Soldier Boy. It Yo. is ingrained in my memory. And that is why it's the goat. So, so far in goat sex scene, we've had <laughs> and two puppets going at it. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That is exactly... The way it should be. Yeah, I like the Team America sex scene as well. It's pretty funny. It's pretty good. I'm not sure... I'm not sure it should be replicated. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sure you should watch that and go, that looks interesting, let's try it. Oh, no. Um, but they do some groundbreaking, interesting moves oh, in that sex scene, which also goes ridiculous. on for ages. It's like five minutes. Oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy. It goes <laughs> on for fucking long. ages. There's also a bit... Where she's on her head, like she's doing like a breakdancing yeah. oh, yeah. on her head while he like, goes <laughs> yeah. at it from the top. It's yeah. insane. It's like the Karma Sutra that you should never attempt. <laughs> she's like, at one point, yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It is mad. But, Amy, you've got to bring us home and follow up, like I said. <laughs> it is interesting, the different what people have gone for. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take like a different dance. So 
In the early 90s, a movie with one of the most iconic scenes in history, this supernatural romance, like most great ideas, actually came from an LSD trip and ended up grossing more than half a billion dollars worldwide, more than Die Hard 2, Die Harder, and Total Recall, and even made 50 million more than Pretty Woman. I hope that no one is listening to this in public out loud because what I'm about to describe to you is the most central juiciest fuck ever. Feel free to take your panties <laughs> off, ladies, because you're in for a treat. <laughs> a woman sits alone in the middle of the night at her pottery wheel. An old vintage jukebox starts playing Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Imagine that that is playing while I'm talking. Never heard of it, but I got it. You'll know it once you... You've never heard Unchained Melody? I've never heard I don't it. listen to that stuff. You have. <laughs> I don't know what it is you. either. It's the one that goes like, Oh, my love, my oh, yeah. darling. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I know. That one. Right. Imagine it. <laughs> a man with beautiful golden hair and a bronze body comes in toplets and sits behind her. He reaches out to the clay, ruining her carefully moulded pot. They giggle, but alas, their hands intertwine, come one, and they get to work making a new pot. They immerse their hands into the wet, glossy clay and build a strong, phallic mountain. All four hands work <laughs> up and down its shaft like a loving hand orgy, building it taller and stronger with every pump. The tanned god starts to massage the woman's hands while she focuses on her pottery magic. Then he softly lands a kiss on the back of her neck. This is it. The pot is abandoned as passion takes over and suddenly they're in the bedroom. They gently caress each other as if they were their own pots being massaged into works of art. And then they fuck. That is the scene. Nice. Sweet. This ghostly romance is about pottery artist Molly and her boyfriend, a banker who actually dies a bit later in the film. I thought he was already dead in that bit. I was hoping that. And then I did some research because I was like, yes, it's like sex with a ghost. It's going to be great. And then I Googled it and it's not. It's before I've he always, denies. Because I've never seen the film. I always thought he was a ghost. While yeah. was what, the fil- what film is it? Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have sex with a ghost. Hmm. We could. I think you can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. What makes this sex so great is recognizable and classic. It is this sex scene is so iconic that there have been literally countless spoofs and parodies of it. The Naked Gun, which was actually made by like the same producer, movie studios, their trailer for that is a parody of it. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart parodied it in their advert for their like little stoned baking show. Ella Generous, mm. Kate and Richard from Good Morning Britain. It was spoofed on Community, where Jeff Wing gets thrown out of a pottery class because he recreated it. Two and a Half Men spoofed it. Family Guy has spoofed it at least twice. Wallace and Gromit, A Matter of Loaf and Death, like it just goes on and on. It's everyone mm. in it. So uh, it's great. 
Yeah, I guarantee I've seen the. I know this. Is, I've, even though I've never seen that movie or even heard of it, I know that scene because I reckon yeah. I've seen it in in so many like different platforms over and over and over again. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Hmm. This is tricky, Seb. Fortunately, you're out straight away. Because there's actually no sex happens in that sex scene. Because oh, technically they're puppets, and that's not really what. No sex happens in ghosts, does it? You fucking tit. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Unless it's actual porn, no sex happens in a sex scene. Yeah, but they are real people. So Seb's out. So now I need to decide between. <laughs> and a real glorified sex scene, which has been parodied. Countless times. In true goats fashion, this has come down to probably without doubt the greatest sex scene of all time, one of the most iconic movie moments in history. <laughs> and someone farting with a cock in their mouth. <laughs> oh, it's and it's a genuinely oh, difficult choice. It is really hard. Honestly, because that video, that Twitter video, is one of my absolute favourite things. In the world, it never fails to cheer me up. If I watch that, I'm instantly happy. Oh, no, I show 100%. it to everybody I meet. It's so great. In the unlikely event that I was ever like on a bridge about to bin myself, the thing to do to bring me back would be to show me that video. And I mean that in sincerity. It brings joy to my heart, even in the lowest moments. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, honestly, it does. And they I, should put it on the Samaritans boards, just a QR code. <laughs> <laughs> they would save countless lives. So I think, Vinny, I think you've won my heart with oh, that but. video because I love it so much. But. but I, I just, I don't think I can crown that video as a goat sex scene it's a scene there's sex As happening a, i'm not sure it was set up to be a scene like you said the absolute audacity of the fella farting in his girlfriend's mouth <laughs> while, he, while his cock pops out like a lollipop <laughs> all i'm gonna say is once you whip out your phone it's, a, it's immediately a sex scene <laughs> okay no matter what's going on but you've won my heart with that. I'm so glad that you brought that up because it is my favourite video of all time. But I would have to give the pottery scene from Ghost as the actual goat sex scene of all Fair time point. because it probably is just the goat. If it's been parodied that many times, it's got to be great. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't think of another sex scene that's been parodied. Um, no, can't do it. I've just racked my brain through the entire history of everything. I haven't got a single one, so... The pottery one, and the fact that they're making like a giant phallus as well is pretty funny. Also, by the way, this means I'm undefeated. Shit! Oh like, yeah, I've, I've never. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, thank you. All our guests now are undefeated because Saru won the last one as well. I know it's like it's almost like the guests we get on know more about the given subjects than we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is it. exactly so. Well done. <laughs> Amy's a fucking three-time champion. You're undefeated. You're like the Khabib of fucking goats. Well, Seb, if you didn't bring along Team America... <laughs> <laughs> Vinny almost picked it. I was, I, that was my choice at first, yeah. But he wouldn't have, as soon as he realised, is, is the error of his ways. 
My other choice was uh, shout out to my brother. My brother showed me this the other day when I asked him, what do you think would be the goat sex scene? And uh, he whipped out this video. I think it's called like Katie does anal first time. I think it's on Pornhub <laughs> or something. It's like this amateur porn video. Where it's just a guy POV, like holding his camera or whatever. And it's just some like girl. And they're both from the North as well. They got like Northern <laughs> accents. And everything the guy says is absolutely fucking unintentionally so hilarious. Like the whole time he's just like... <laughs> It's like I'm gonna put it in your chocolate bun bun factory. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and he keeps referring to ourselves as a shitter, and it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, put in your shitter. And like he actually sounds exactly like that. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, no. oh dear! Wow. Oh god. Maybe we should do a goat grab bag Vinny's favourite videos. Oh, God. <laughs> Blimey. Well, well, that's it. I'll wrap us up. We are done. Goats, this is the fourth grab bag, I think, but the first ever sexy grab bag. It's our second guest within a couple of weeks, and it's the second time that we've had the now world-famous Amy on our podcast. Undefeated as well. So next time she comes back on, guys, come on, seriously, we need to like actually stuff the balance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on. We, yeah. <laughs> we'll just cheat. Next time we'll just cheat. We'll agree to not Jamie. It's fine. <laughs> if you enjoyed the podcast, follow us on Instagram. Go and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a cheeky review, please, because it really, really helps. And if you really, really love us, then go and check out our Patreon for some exclusive stuff on there. And if you can, donate some money, make a pledge on there, um, because that will really, really help us. Also, go and check out Amy's social media, which we will link in the description of this video, audio format, however you're listening or watching this on YouTube. Amy, have you anything else to say? Do you want to say anything to close the show off? It's been a pleasure in all the senses. (laughs) <laughs> awesome also we'll we'll do it we'll do a gofundme down in the description for the sibian as well oh yeah to get amy our first ever orgasm and also genuinely this sounds the most ridiculous thing i'll ever say but if you watch this on youtube and you think amy seems lovely i'd love to see her tits you can do that <laughs> that's in the description you can 100 percent do that so what a world all of the holes. All of them, but not at the same time. We established that. It's too difficult. Don't go asking for something stupid. Just be reasonable. Yeah. There's no way you can get the ears and the arse in the same shot. It's Is not. It just, it's never you been can't done. Do it. <laughs> Maybe, though, if you know how, like, be real, you get the... Anyway, no. Um. <laughs> you, there's, like, the brief pause. You can maybe go... <laughs> and, like, get both. I don't know. You'd still struggle. But there we have it. Goat's sexy grab bag, done. I'm sure we're going to do another one. We'll definitely, definitely have Amy back on the show next time that we are all feeling sexy. But other than that, nothing else from me. I'm all done. Seb, Vinny, happy days? Yeah. Wonderful. Well, that's us done. So, see you next week where we are going to be doing something else. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. (laughs) Love you, bye. Ciao.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.